they recognized that um, there were several different types of failures, including unclear communication. Hello, everyone, and welcome to HIMSCast. My name is Mike Milliard. I'm executive editor of Healthcare IT News, a HIMSS publication. I'm here today with Eddie Addis, who's executive advisor at Booz Allen Hamilton and former associate director at the Centers for Disease Control and Prevention. And we're going to talk today about CDC's effort to modernize its data and why that's critical for for public health. Uh, Eddie, thanks for being here. I'm I'm happy to be here and thank you for inviting me. Appreciate it. So, you know, for those who are curious uh, and would like to read a bit more, uh, you contributed a, a great uh, op-ed piece to uh, Healthcare IT News uh, this past March, um, talking about the need for modernization at CDC. And, you know, you know, I think I, I'd encourage our listeners to go check that out for themselves, and we'll be touching upon some of his points here. But as a bit of background, perhaps talk a bit about yourself, what you're doing these days at Booz Allen, and, and also what experience you have had at this at the CDC. Okay, thanks. Um, <clears throat> so my 30-second elevator speech is that um, I spent 30-plus years at CDC, retired as an associate director for laboratory sciences, and um, during that tenure, for the first 15 or 20 years, I did most of my work in laboratories working on um, vaccine development and new diagnostics. Um, the last eight or 10 years, I spent uh, working a lot with the Emergency Operations Center and having had the opportunity to work on several um, uh, outbreaks and or uh, epidemics, pandemics, whatever you, uh, however you want to label them. Um, and during that time, I had the opportunity to meet a lot of um, cross, across the aisle sort of um, people at CDC that I had never met because um, CDC works a lot in silos. So I spent most of my time um, behind the laboratory doors and didn't really get out much. But for the last eight or 10 years, was able to meet a lot of the other um, very, le- very strong leadership that CDC had that um, helped to uh, develop the Emergency Operations Center. And uh, then I left uh, I left CDC, joined Booz Allen, and became an executive advisor for their science technical and tried to help them um, establish um, stronger communications within the CDC family. And uh, currently, I'm, I am working on not only um, the uh, data modernization initiative that CDC has been contracting out, but also <clears throat> working one, with one of the newer um, agencies that uh, the NIH has uh, formed, which is known as ARPA-H, which is very similar to DARPA and some of the other agencies associated with um uh, trying to modernize and um, speed up some of the research that's getting done uh, either at CDC or at uh, NIA. So, you know, given the work that you're doing with them right now, you know, and, you know, it's been a challenging past few years for everybody, obviously. Um, CDC has uh, done a great job in a lot of respects. It's also come under some criticism. You know, what are some of the big, are CDC's biggest strengths in your view, and what are some of its challenges right now, especially with regard to data 
and and interoperability and data quality and and, and how the pandemic has kind of shown a light on on some of those those issues. Yeah, you know, it, it, it's really interesting, Mike. Um, I think the the thing that I would want to say first about that is that that CDC knows and acknowledges that it significantly fell short during the COVID response. Um, I think that they recognize it. They recognize that um, there were several different types of failures, including unclear communication, fragmented public health system. Um, you know, there was attrition, uh, which didn't help in terms of, um, you know, people staying on board and helping to keep, keep things moving along. And um, the tendency for public health officials to be reactive rather than proactive in some ways. So I think that, that those are some of the things that, that they're looking at and trying to make differences in terms of future uh, at this current time. I also think that um, as we begin to talk about um, the fact that CDC acknowledges that they fell short, um, you know, I spent a long time of my, of my career working in an agency that was either listed as the number one or number two most trusted uh, federal agency of all the agencies in the country. Um, and then, you know, after COVID, I mean, they're somewhere down around nine or 10 right now. And, and you know, so for me, uh, anything that can be done that's going to uh, help with operations and communication in the future that's going to strengthen CDC's um, trust by the public uh, is something that I really would like to help um, CDC do in the next the next few years to fully integrate themselves back into the public in a way that where the public will be clicking on CDC's websites for uh, information and data. What are some of the specific um, challenges that you're that you're tackling in the near, in the near term? You know, what are, what are some use cases or you know are different um, imperatives that you are, are kind of um, seeing as low hanging fruits as you as you undertake this effort? Yeah, I think there's lots of different ways to sort of break that down. But let me let me start by just saying that the that data modernization is basically something that should be done at an enterprise level at CDC. And when I say enterprise level, I'm talking about across all the centers, uh, and there are several centers within the Centers for Disease Control. And, and unfortunately, sometimes what we find is that one center or all the centers work in silos. And so what happens is because they work in silos, sometimes the data doesn't get a lot of crosstalk or a lot of communication between the centers. And I think so one of the major uh, pushing points that is going to occur and what CDC recognizes is important is that they, they feel that whatever new data modernization occurs also has to include enterprise so that all of the centers are getting the same information at the same time in a way that um, encompasses, you know, all of the architecture and governance supporting that data, how you design the the um, the websites, the um, the dashboards, and everything else, so that that the data is um, accessible to uh, the states is very very important, 
And basically it's all about building support again. And, and again, one of the things that CDC needs to be aware of and provide to the states and to themselves is a lot more technical assistance with the data in a way that will allow for the data to be used in, in a very clear, um, modern enterprise level like platform that reduces, um, you know, it reduces risk. I think that that's one of the things. So it's greater access to critical data. It's engaging with your state and local uh, partnerships and partners. Um, and it's also, you know, we can't forget cybersecurity and data protection. I think those are very important as um, CDC develops this new mentality of enterprise level IT platform that's going to cross all of the centers uh, as, as they build this new data modernization program. Uh, as you well know, you know, the U.S. health system writ large has been dealing with interoperability challenges for, you know, more than 10, you know, perhaps 20 years now almost, you know, just it's been a long slog, you know, dealing with some of these patchworks and, you know, HIEs and, you know, EHR networks. And, you know, are you taking any lessons from what hospitals and health systems have been dealing with um, in terms of their own interoperability and modernization efforts? I, I think that they're looking at everything. So uh, one of the things that CDC is doing right now is they've put together a forecasting center, which is a little bit different than, than they've ever had before because it's, it's really a center um, that's going to uh, hopefully be proactive and predictive. Um, we, we certainly hope that um, the data modernization will be important in supporting the forecasting center as it's... Um, being built uh, to look at all the data that's that's out there and to help CDC figure out the best ways to utilize that data so that it can be shared not only with within CDC but with all of our uh, with all of our state partners as well. Um, one of the other things that that um, um, is out there right now is that there there was a uh, report recently published um something to the effect of building um cdc the country needs which is it was an assessment by the um center for strategic and international studies which is C csis and basically they showed um that the major challenges that face the agency were you know, organization, culture, data management, communications, ability to collaborate with other federal agencies, state agencies, and local partners. Nothing that, that we haven't sort of thought about or talked about recently, but again, it's all, it's all now in one place by an independent agency that um, really looked at all of those issues. So CDC's read it, they've paid attention to it, and they're now trying to improve their data sharing and legacy systems. What are some of those specific healthcare challenges um, you'd, you'd most like to uh, kind of shore up CDC's ability to to manage, uh, whether it's regard to um, you know another pandemic, God forbid, or just dealing with this one in this new phase? For instance, like you know who should be getting boosters and when and how often, and, and you know is are you feeling confident that the CDC will be able to kind of answer some of those questions? Yeah, I absolutely do. I, I truly believe that they, that they have on their mind effective public health messaging. 
um, that they know it has to be consistent, they know it has to be transparent, and they know that it has to not only reach federal levels, but it also has to reach local levels. Um, And, you know, it has to be truth, and the truth has to be clearly and directly laid out there for people to judge. Uh, And I think that, that if the transparency comes, the beliefs will come, and the center will regain some of its um, stature as one of the most believable agencies within the federal government. But you have to admit also some of this is just politics. Um, you know, in, in the eyes of a lot of citizens, uh, it's it's lost some credibility. You know, whether you agree with that or not, it's it's a fact. Are you working at all on, you know, or is the CDC working at all on, on managing some of those political questions? Yeah, I... I don't know enough about that to be able to answer that in a clear manner. Um, I certainly believe that that um, we have heard, we have seen um, that you know, public health should, in my mind, be independent of politics and should be dependent upon data. And that uh, treatment modalities and inclusion in the treatment modalities should be based on data available, based on the age cohorts to predict future demands of you know hospital resources, medications, et cetera, et cetera. So I think that that they have recognized that politics does play or had played some role in in this past pandemic, and um, they're trying to do to do a better job of getting data that's trustworthy, reliable, and um, has real value in the immediate uh, healthcare needs, uh, and it won't hamper uh, workflows uh, going forward. So it's let the data speak for itself. In the contributed piece you wrote for Healthcare IT News a couple months back, you know, you talked about a race for the clock, quote unquote, for for modernization at CDC. Um, why do you frame it in those terms, and, and how confident are you that we can uh, that we can manage the time here? Uh, I think it's you know, CDC people that that work at CDC are meaningful, purposeful employees, and th- and they truly want to provide the best current information. But, you know, in order to do that, they also have to be able to retain their talent. Um, They have to be able to refocus now their purpose and the value of public health. And and I truly believe they know this. So I think it's just a matter of, um, you know, this isn't going to happen overnight. It's going to take several years to get modernization into the system. And to get rid of some of the legacy systems that have existed at CDC, and so that's going to require, um, you know, changes of um, attitude and uh, eliminate officials' reluctance to communicate uh, in a very, very transparent, truthful manner. Well, but this has been a terrific conversation. Is there anything that I haven't asked you, or you know, that you, or something that you want to point out? Before we hang up, before we hang up, uh, I don't 
know that I would say there's anything specific that I would um, um, say at this time. I would just say that that um, we have to remember that uh, modernization challenges, priorities um, take a while to get. The change takes a while, and so we have to be patient about change. Uh, but at the end of the day, we have to remember that, that CDC's mission is to work 24-7 and protect the U.S. or America, uh, you know, regarding health, safety, and security uh, with regard to disease. Uh, and we have to always remember that disease doesn't always start at home. It does start at abro- abroad as well. And so we have to have this new modernization initiative um, so that we can nothing else, integrate and have real-time public health data and surveillance. Um, and that this new forecasting center with the, the integrated data uh, will protect us from any health threats in the future. Absolutely. Hard work, but very important work. So thank you so much, Eddie. I really appreciate you taking the time to join us today. Absolutely. I appreciate the questions and um, hopefully this will encourage people to give CDC a little more time to get it back together. All right. Uh, Thanks, of course, to you in the audience as well for listening to this episode of HinsCast. We encourage you to rate and review us. And if you like what you hear, please subscribe to the podcast on Apple Podcasts, Spotify, or Google Play. Thanks again and have a great day.